So, I'm not even asking, I'm telling. Okay. If you ever need to have 30 seconds of a song to listen to for your life, if you had to pick, Carter, what am I going to say? Bruce Springsteen. No, no, no. You know what I'm really going to say. You know where this is going. I definitely know where this is going. The best 30 minutes of any song, 30 seconds of any song. Skid Row, Sebastian Bach. Monkey Business. <laughs> Ser- Brett, you know what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. You know about yeah. K, seriously. Now, now, the lyrics, whatever. Here it is. Oh, you no, know. you got you to talk about the guitar first. It's just something like it's clean guitar, some it's hammer-on. It's kind of a little gyp- a gypsy vibe, right? Oh, yeah. There's definitely some gypsy vibe in there, right? And you're like, what's this? This doesn't sound like Skid Row. Just, yeah, just, just, just Mississippi blues. All sudden. What are the words? Oh, how does it oh, start? You know I'm bad oh. with lyrics. You gotta do Outside this. my window, there's a whole lot of trouble coming. You're like, where's this going? Then he starts talking about cartoon killers and rag-covered clones. And I'm just following him at this point, right? Stack heels kicking rhythm of social circumcision. And then this is where it gets good. Because then he goes, you can't close the closet on a shoebox full of... And then he says, the best pronunciation of the word bones ever recorded <laughs> in the universe. I can't even do it because it's too early in the morning, but he starts. Oh, I, can, I could never do it. <laughs> it oh, I could normally, normally no, if it was like past noon. I <laughs> normally, I could sing the craziest thing ever sung by Sebastian Bach, one of the, probably the best rock. Uh, what, a, what a great line. You can't close the closet on a shoebox full of it's like seriously it's like so insane you need to watch the first 30 seconds of the video monkey no, business this, this is the outro of the episode oh it's oh, so yeah. good but the video is so good too because he's wearing leather pants and he has like I a know, crowbar and he's like swinging like a crowbar at the camera for no reason and he's just like stumbling through like a, a garbage a train track in a garbage truck. Basically a train track running through winners. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just swinging a crowbar and screaming about a shoebox full of bones. And the rest of the song isn't even important. But I don't know anybody in the world that I haven't played that for. And has, like, there's, there's mad respect. You hear it and you're like, whoa, whoa. He went there, hey? Like, oh, man. That guy is a thing of beauty. Definitely. I've seen him play live. Yeah, we were at that concert. You guys had a lot better seats than I did. You guys are like front row, eh? Man. That guy was... He's like seven feet tall, too. <laughs> he's like a giant ogre. Was part of his concert National Anthem? Just... Yeah, he, he just took down the mic. And National like, Anthem just because? Yeah, he's just like... Just because he well, can? Yeah, well, he was mad at Canada, hey? Because he's Canadian, right? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, he was born in Toronto. And uh, so he wasn't allowed to, I don't know, the Canadian law is that you have to be a Canadian citizen to get Canadian airtime on Canadian radio stations. And he wanted oh, yeah. his new band to get the Canadian radio station breaks, but they wouldn't. So at the start of every show, he'd come out and sing the Canadian National Anthem to prove he was a Canadian. <laughs> Apparently. I don't give a crap about that. 
But this guy, he was, he would take away the bike. You know what the stickers take away the bike? Yeah, and you can still hear. Them. You can still hear them. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, I could feel the Canadian anthem like piercing my skull. Dude can sing. Apparently, he warms up and cools down for an hour before and after every show, because he's an insane actual singer that just chooses to use his crazy talent in the. 80s rock and metal <laughs> category. <laughs> but he he, he did a he did a show a run of Jekyll and Hyde right? Yeah, Broadway. And it was apparently like really good. Yeah. Which would work because he is totally insane. His best friend. If you want to know how, if you want to know how crazy he is, his best friend is Axl Rose. Okay. How how do those two guys like actually? Be friends when they're not on tour and forced to be I, around each other. Could you imagine those do like texting back and forth? Okay, we're gonna meet at this restaurant. I'll pick you up at nine. Yeah, I'll <laughs> see. I'll see it. The- up at two in the morning with his car, and he's just hammered and just like run over like someone's dog or something. Go to the car. <laughs> How do those two guys like be friends? You know, like we have a tough time getting together like for our podcast. You imagine those guys like trying to do anything unless they're like. Forced to be in the same room on tour. <laughs> excellent, excellent, Sebastian. Yeah, see, excellent, excellent, bass. Even their names, like excellent, Sebastian. <laughs> so it's like a Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like some crustaceans there. I want to ask you a question: Are we saved by the world of bastard saints? <laughs> Seriously, Skid Row, your lyrics are amazing. <laughs> this is the text I got from my friend Jordan. Quicksand Jesus or Monkey Business? Now, you guys all agreed Monkey Business wins, right? Yeah. Well, never heard Quicksand Jesus. It's, yeah. It, it's pretty tough. I don't know what it sounds like, but I'm sure it just can't match Monkey Business. But seriously, some of the lyrics in Quicksand Jesus are intense. Now, I'm going to ask you other songs, okay? If you had to pick between, just on name title. Okay, uh, let's see. I'm going to look Are up some. Are we throwing up a bracket? I don't know if we're going bracket yet on this. Bracket but style, man. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll use the title track. Slave to the Grind or The Riot Act. I don't know The Riot Act, so Slave to the Grind. Slave to the Grind, okay. I'm just going off name Grind, yeah. Yeah, you like Grind. So you can you do like a lot with grind. that word. Okay, what about... Psycho Love or Creep Show? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Creep Show. Creep Show. Yeah. Creep Show? Psycho again, Love. Psycho, lo- psycho Love. Okay. Just based on what could have ha- what <laughs> what could have happened. Or well, you know, there's a mystery with Creep Show. Like Psycho Love, you got a pretty good at what it is, but what what's it, what's going on with Creep Show? You wanna know a little more, huh? <laughs> Here's two very intense songs, okay? In a darkened room or wasted time. In a darkened room. Once again, Do you know what this album again. gets on? What's wasted that? T- wasted time. Just because oh, stuff yeah. must have happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what but was in wa- a darkened room, it's a mystery. You don't know what's going on. In a there. darkened room, is probably after the stuff happened. But yeah. Wasted Time is the final track on the album. So that really says something. And, that, and then the band time. broke up after this album. They never broke up in our hearts. So. Seriously, oh. this album got four and a half stars on all music. Which actually rates albums hard. Maybe I did. Maybe this was the one good record I listened to as a kid. But I don't think so. Which one's that? 
Slave to the Grind. Oh, okay, okay. It's got like two like Roman people beating a guy in the street while John F. Kennedy is like painted in the background staring at people. Can you do me a favor? Look up Poison Native Tongue. How many stars that got? Well, okay, I will right away, but I've got a couple more songs for you. Oh, you got more? Okay. Mud Kicker. <laughs> oh, there's... Call, call it. It's done. done. Mud Kicker wins. It's done. <laughs> All right. Mud Kicker. Well, there's nothing that really could go against that. The Threat, Creep Show, Psycho Love, Quicksand Jesus. Man, these are intense names. The band consisted of Sebastian Bach, Scott Hill. That's just a lame name. Dave the Snake Sable. That was the real guy. That guy yep. did more pinch harmonics than anyone ever. This All right. Wild, yeah. Native Tongue. Actually, Native Tongue's a very good book by Carl Hyacinth. Poison? Native. You might have to cut this. Uh, oh, this site sucks. Two out of five. That is it. That is two stars. Poison Native Tongue gets two stars out of five on all music, which is two more stars than it deserves. Are you kidding me? That 2002's Holly Weird got three and a half. Are you kidding me? I don't even know what that is, but Poison in 2002 cannot be good. Uh. This everything after Flesh and Blood was just a, a failure. Hmm. Seriously. Yeah. This is, the al- this is the album that ruined my life. <laughs> I waited and waited for it to come out, and then I got it, and by recess, I like broke the tape. <laughs> now, so Sebastian Bach is going through a train yard drunk junkyard with a crowbar. I, I think that's... <laughs> so I drove by a, a weird junkyard, you know, when you see all these cars, like, and, like, agricultural silos just tipped over, like, metal scrap heaps. Mm-hmm. What are those things? Why do they exist? <laughs> just giant piles of metal. Just giant, yeah, just like cars, just like in just junk heap. Pile. Like, well, that's for like you see in movies and stuff when that's someone's a- building like a like a '69 Mustang or something. They need the carburetor, so they go to like this junk heap and find like a a Mustang that's just destroyed, but the carburetor's still good. But is there any other reason for those things to exist? It's just for like the end of Eddie and the Cruisers in case Eddie has to buy a, build a place to hide his secret record collection before he drives off a bridge. That's you got to make it in the back of a wrecking yard. I know, I think they're more like uh And there needs to be a place for dogs to hang out so that you can sneak through something and dogs might kill you. That's <laughs> another that's really another like, point of a wrecking yard. It's really just a prop to for, 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 for video games. Sets, you know. <laughs> video games. We, we need to simulate this video game in real life. Run through the junkyard. There's dogs. Go. Dogs kill you in every game. It's always the dogs. Dogs and birds. The two worst things to fight in a game. Pretty much. And bats. Oh, I hate bats. I'm playing games from like 1902, apparently. No, dogs are still in games. Bats? I haven't seen one in a while. No. Sorry. So junkyards. Yep. Why do they exist? <laughs> Brent, you must have some philosophical thinking about junkyards. No, I actually had to use a junkyard all the time growing up to drive. What? To the oh, to get parts? No, just to drive. Well, more. I'm thinking. I guess garbage dump. Junkyards are scary. Like. 
Really, you're only going to get like 20 bucks for that Mustang carburetor, and that happens once a week. So you're like taking up all this land that could be used for like, you know, anything better than <laughs> piles of junk. And what happens when like, is anybody ever going to sell this junkyard? Because no one is going to uh, haul it away. It's just going to be like 2,000 years from now, just like some like Honda Civics from 1987 with the windows smashed out, still there, rotting away. They're going to be there forever, man. I'm just looking up something that I totally forgot about. Right on the major highways, too. Just an eyesore. Do you guys remember the world of band album covers? Like, band? Like, not allowed? Oh, yeah. Do you remember, like, in the 80s and 90s when the band thought it was tough, they'd make an album cover that was just a little too cool? Well, Poison. um, Oh, the one Poison had two band album covers. Yeah, Walmart. I was. It was just. It was there was just one like with a, a devil girl a demon, that demon a Devon girl with her out. tongue sticking out, and they <laughs> banished. You were yeah, not allowed to have a girl with her tongue sticking out. That was only at Walmart, though, right? I think. Yeah. So that got no. It, it, eventually, it, I have an original. Thank you very much. I have original Ooh. cassette tape. Nice. Um, and then well, the, other one, the other one, the other one, the other one was Poison, Flesh and Blood, and it was a picture of the of the drummer's arm. With the tattoo that said poison, flesh, and blood. I bet he's regretting that. Except the word blood had blood dripping out of it. And apparently you can't put that on an album cover because <laughs> that's too intense. Um, Guns N' Roses had a robot alien raping a girl. What <laughs> album was that? Appetite for Destruction. <laughs> now that God, one... They switched. That <laughs> one I can understand. So they just went with skulls on a crucifix. Yeah, which is pretty iconic now. I don't. Maybe they wouldn't be in the same band, you know. Yeah, the 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 robot aliens raping a girl was. <laughs> I can understand the banishment of that one. Yeah, that could understandably ruin your. Career. But seriously, when you compare that to po- that, that basically subs up Poison's band album covers versus Guns N' Roses. They have like a tattoo and a demon girl, you know. <sighs> yeah, album covers are a big deal. Bon Jovi had to do it too. What was his? Slippery when wet. Oh yes. Yeah, just went to a garbage bag. Greatest cop out ever. Love that one. Yeah, man. Album covers. You were hardcore if you had a cool one. Like, listen, listen these are the bands I like. Yeah, Slippery Wet was like a girl in like a tank top, wet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Banished. Well, outside my window, there's a whole lot of trouble coming. The cats and killers and the rank of the clones. Stachios kicking rhythm of social circumcision. I can't close the closet on a shoebox for my bones. 